0: What's up, y'all? It's Zach with Living Corporate. Now, look, check it out. Y'all know how we do. Okay, We have a real talk in a corporate world. We try to center uh, the experiences of black and brown voices uh, and identities in the workplace. And we do that by talking about evergreen topics. But We just want to make sure that we're talking about them from a non-white point of view. So that's where you got me. You got Ade. And of course, you have our guests. And who would we be if we didn't have a great guest today, like we always do, Kalia Guillory. Kalia, welcome to the show. How are you doing?
1: Yo, what's going on, Zach? Thank you so much for having me on. I'm absolutely honored to be here with the the Living Corporate crew. Thank you for the invite.
0: Oh, no, no, no. Thank you. Thank you very much. Now, look, for those of us who don't know you, would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself?
1: Sure. So I am a lover of humanity love me some people. I love to connect with people. I love 80s music. I have it on rotation in the catalog on a regular basis. I am am absolutely obsessed with sunglasses, watches, and socks. If I could get away with just wearing that all day, especially in Houston in the middle of summer, I would. (laughs) Wait
0: wait, wait a minute. Hold
1: (laughs) on. Oh, we're going to have so much fun. And (laughs) I, You know, that's, that's, that's what I do. And I always like to lead with who I am from a personality standpoint. And the meaning of my name means chosen one because that ties into what I do. I think sometimes and oftentimes we get caught up into what we do and we think that's who we are. But right. if we don't lead with who we are, then how are people going to really be able to connect the dots to understand what we do? So like I mentioned, my name is Kalia Oni and that means the chosen one. And I have chosen to transition from a C-level executive position at a Fortune 500 company as of November 18th of 2018 to to really solve the 411 billion. Yeah, I said a B billion dollar U.S. economic loss that the U.S. suffered due to sleep deprivation. Zach, just guess how many days that was if you equate it. I know you've you got a consultant brain, so if you can quantify how many days, working days that is, how many would you guess it was?
0: You said four <laughs> You said billion? Uh-huh, a billion?
1: Uh huh. What would it be? Hours? Days. Days. How many days?
0: <laughs> I don't know, like maybe seven, 500, 700, 700. Is try.
1: Try 1.2 million. Man, my. 1.2. Mm-mm-mm. Million days Americans called off because they were tired and they were sleep
0: deprived. Now look here y'all. I don't want y'all judging me for that terrible math, okay? (laughs) I'm changed management. i have excel and other tools to help do the math for me and
1: you gotta use your tool yeah
0: you asked me on the spot i kind of halfway understood the question i'm excited you know i got all the <laughs> energy around me y'all don't be judging me and i'm not gonna sound man keep this in don't edit this either i want y'all to see me in my you know what I'm saying my vulnerability okay
1: listen that's what it's about man that's what it's about but look you you jumped out there you were you were you were close.
0: I wasn't. I was not at all. I, I was not. At, I was not at all close. I said seven hundred, and I didn't understand the question. You looking at me talking about? I am like, you said one point three milli, one point two. But oh my you, goodness! And see, I am wrong again. But, anyway. but that it was probably seven hundred in a small town
1: like Sugarland. Boom! See, see how we just changed the narrative. We just, just got to change that narrative.
0: <laughs> okay, so okay, okay. So look, all the jokes aside, hit, hit, give us the stat again. Give us the stat again.
1: billion is the total amount that the U.S. suffered due to sleep deprivation for economic loss. So from an economic loss, the U.S. lost $411 billion due to sleep deprivation. And that equated to 1.2 million working days that Americans called off because they were tired. Wow. And so to break it, if we could peel the onion back a little bit more. Yeah. I'm doing the air quotes Remember when it was on trend to take mental health days And it probably still is I was one of those people that took I said man this is smart Once a month I'm taking a Wednesday And it's a mental health day And I'm going to do whatever I want to do And basically what that meant is that I slept all day Because I was exhausted I was working 80 hours a week And that was the one day in a month That I gave myself permission To actually rest which is the craziest thing in the world, because we should be able to rest every single day.
0: Absolutely. And so, so then, so let's talk about that. Like, so so th- that's your passion, right? And I think it's a really, it's a really good segue into our topic for the day, right? Our topic is, um, our topic is wellness. And specifically this time, the topic is around the concept of being well rested and considering your passion and the research that you've done around, the lack of restfulness that we have as an as an American culture. Um, you know, what have you been doing with that passion? No, you, you hadn't just been crunching numbers. Like what, if what have you done? Like what's the, what's been the output of you doing this research? And like, what are you, and what are you, you talk about your that you're passionate about solving this problem. What are you doing to solve it?
1: Yeah, um, man. So it's this thing called nap bar. <laughs> it's a, it's the first white glove napping experience in Texas. That offers onsite and in-suite uh, napping services for communities that we serve, and so this really came about April of last year. Uh, the wife and I were—we both were. She's still in corporate, uh, but I was in corporate at the time, and, and we both had and still have side hustles. So why I changed my side hustle to my main hustle. She still has a side hustle, but if we can. We would carpool into the city, and this particular day we had about an hour and a half to kill between our meetings. And I, I looked at her, I was like, "Man, it's my nap time!" Because I'm an avid napper. I napped in my car on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my nap is kind of going to be a little—it's going to be a little strange. So she looked at me and was like, well, "Why don't you Google naps in Houston? It's Houston. There's got to be a place where you could pop in and take a nap." I was like, "You know, you're right. That's dope. It's, I'm sure it's a place." a two minute later search zero, zilch nada and I looked at her like in disbelief like how is it this is the fourth largest country in the world and we're the most innovative one of the most innovative cities said uh, countries the, the fourth largest city in the country and we're, the, and we're one of the most innovative cities hence we got this innovator innovation corridor that's being curated but yet yeah, we don't have a place for people to rest wow. And, and she looked at me and was like, well, why don't you create it? And I was like, yeah, okay. So the next day I go to Facebook, because that's what you do. You go to Facebook and you ask your friends. <laughs> right, I, right. I, I created a poll and I was like, yo, how many people are there napping during the day, like in your car or in an unused conference room or heck in like the just wherever you could find some peace and quiet. And 99% of my friends who were hodgepodge of professionals, entrepreneurs, stay-at-home parents, these cats admitted to napping at oh, work. Yeah. At work. <laughs> at work. <laughs> and I was like, boy, a, they're savages. The savagery is real. So then I was like, okay, that's just my scope, right? That's my lens. So then I started doing more research. And I tell you, Zach, I just kept going and going and going. And I found... Uh, Amerisleep, there's a sleep foundation that does a ton of research on sleep. Yeah. And 52% of American surveys, like 10,000 cats were surveyed last year. And they admitted, 52% of them admitted to napping at work. Now imagine how many people who were napping, where they just, they just oh, was yeah, they like, know oh, lying, lying. Um, Yeah, I'm not admitting it, it is. They're going to find out. The man going to come get me and fire me. Like, imagine. So then I just continued to do my research. And then I stumbled upon the cdc had a stat out there talking about you know driving drowsy is equivalent to driving under the influence
0: yep yep
1: so i just kept going and going and going i was like okay clearly i'm i'm not just solving a problem i'm solving the root of a
0: problem with nap bar you 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 are and you know what you know it's it's, it's wild because like you said, like there's a there's a stigma against like even talking about the fact that you might be sleepy, right? You know, you over here thinking yeah. like, you know what I'm saying, like you know, you, you don't want the you know what I'm saying, you don't want the you know, you, you, you turn around, you let you you slip out in the moment of weakness that you you know, you might take a nap from time to time and then you got the you know, they're coming for you. <laughs> they're trying to get you, uh, and it's and it's just it's wild though because I also think really honestly, air, like shout out to you because really believe it or not, and I'm sure you already noticed is that like you're actually pushing against like the capitalistic society, like culture and like foundation that we work on because part of just this work centric culture that we have is just pushing your body until you break, right? Like yeah.
1: And and you know what's odd about that? Like this is living corporate, so I'm sure people will get this this line I'm about to say. But yeah. it combats everything—the fabric of people's culture, corporations' culture—that they that they say that they do. And I'll give the example: corporate social responsibilities. How many? If you Google that word and you Google, uh, or you do a, a control F and find how many times they put people-centric approach. And how their employees mean the world to them but if they really in, uh, adopted the people-centric approach well then why why are people being criticized for taking pto and nice. why why are people getting down to the last week of the year and they and they have a whole month of vacation that's unused and they're going to end up losing it because they can't roll right. over but 10 days Super to true. the next year yeah. like if, if we really truly took a step back in our culture as a whole as a society then why why aren't we pushing the envelope back on that and that's exactly what i'm i'm, I'm out to do i'm out to be that little voice that's going to be loud and obnoxious and ferocious yes. so that we can pivot and transition into a true 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 holistic approach to 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 the meaning of living there shouldn't be a reason why i don't enjoy going into work and there shouldn't be a reason why studies show that the first four hours of Mondays are the most unproductive because people have the Sunday blues so they think about what they have to do on Monday and then they check out and they end up staying out too much late on Sunday fun day
0: there was an article that just released on the Wall Street Journal about that that said like Sundays are the new Mondays right that like it's like basically the anxiety of we'll make sure you put that in the show notes too but like the anxiety of your of your work week it like it's, it bleeds over into your Sunday to the point where you can't even enjoy Sunday anymore And I'll be transparent that, like, typically for me, Sundays are like, I'm really like a mini work day because I'm prepping for the week. Yeah. Right.
1: Right. And that shouldn't be the case. You should be able to you should be able to prep for your work week while you're at work. And I get it. We got to get ahead and we have to do what we need to do. But but it will be so much sweeter if you were prepping on a Sunday for your work week. But if you knew on Monday, you would be able to get that time back because your employee or your employer, I should say, Included in your employee's benefits package a health and wellness that includes a nap every single day for 26 minutes. And it's Straight. up to you if you decide you want it or not.
0: Straight up. <laughs> 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 no, but you're absolutely right because like, and it's so funny, right? Because, you know, org- companies are... Companies, companies, uh, right now, like if you notice, like in the the conversation of work like balance, and it's been like this. This discussion has been happening for I don't know, like the past six or seven years, but it's like totally. transitioning from work life balance to like work life blend or work life optimization or work life uh, harmony. And like really, what they're trying to do is like just have your life be more and more just about work, right? Like you're having a good time. But you're working like hey we want you to have a good time like as you uh you know as you work uh, we want you to, <laughs> <laughs> like we want you to, you know we, we want you to take you know we want you to take care of your family and and you know shoot go on vacation you know just uh just just take your yeah, but to it
1: just like, work but but even think about that too Zach like I remember going on vacation and going on vacation for a week was like death the next week when you got back to work because right. you had you you were in email jail you couldn't even send any emails because your mailbox was full and then you didn't even want to consider checking your voicemail because you already getting a, a stomach ache thinking about all that you were so behind on now you're regretting taking your vacation which you earned yeah like we we've, we've got to reposition and, and reverse engineer our thought process around how we work like there's one there's a thing called intentional work and there's some innovative companies that are doing it just right now. You know, you've got the Googles of the world that have napping pods. You've got Ariana Huffington who nearly died because she passed out and hit, like, passed out and hit her head on her desk due to sleep yeah. up deprivation. So you, you, you have these advocates, but then we're still so far behind the eight ball on how do we really, truly pivot. And then, you know it's, it's funny because I had a call, a conference call with a Fortune Five company before this call, and we were telling them about, hey, we got to get that on site. I've got this calculation. I walked them through and it showed that annualized nationwide based on thirty three hundred employees, yeah, yeah. they are losing sixteen and a half million dollars of of unproductive loss of work per employee. So that's the to- that's the total roll up, but that per employee, that's how I got that number and they're sitting here saying, Well, I don't know how we're gonna afford to get the naps on. I'm like, Did you I don't not know just give do not to have-
0: put these naps on? <laughs> and wait and wait a minute And you said hold on because you're not gonna just slide past that you said you was on a phone call before this interview with a fortune 500 company
1: i mean listen i'm out here taking my shots man i'm out here taking my shots i see see. (laughs) i'm out here taking my shots because you know what you you get this it's just it's just it's just it's just just basic math i just need one person to say yes oh no 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 You know, and then my demand is gonna outpace my supply, and then I can add another zero, and then another zero, and then another zero.
0: I'm so listen. I'm right there with you, okay? Yeah. You know, you preaching to the choir. I just, I just want to make sure that the people heard what you said because I heard you, okay? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. So, so check this out. Um, We we've been talking around this a bit, right? But like workplace pressure, like it's real for everybody and it's even more real for people in America. And of, and of course uh, abroad who are in the ethnic minority and may be battling imposter syndrome, even harder than those who feel the need to prove themselves. Like, and, and for, for to be clear, like I'm them, I'm, I'm people. Uh, but the reality is if you're not getting rest, you won't be good to anybody. So even if, no. so let's just say this, right? So like, even if taking a nap is not um, immediately possible, for for the some of the folks who are listening to this podcast episode right now. What advice would you give to professionals of color to practice restfulness in those ten or eleven hour work days?
1: You know, I think the biggest piece is we have to be the change that we want to see in the workplace. So it's vocalizing, being an advocate for rest in the workplace. There's a ton of research. People can hit me up, they can email me. I would gladly send over what I've what I've collected, I'm in the middle of a business case with another company here in Houston that's going to really result some telling data. It's almost going to slap people in the face if they say no. We don't want to we don't want to give our people naps at work. I mean, this business case is going to be is constructed to, in such a way to where it's going to be hard for people to say no. But I, I would say how I got to this business case and in a collaboration with this particular organization is because an employee who had only been there for three months a minority man, his, he was in his one-on-one with his manager, and his manager said, well, hey, how, how how's the past three months going? And he said, man, it's been quite an adjustment coming from college to corporate world, and I'm working 60, 70 hours a week, and, you know, it's, it's been of a quite of an adjustment. I wish there was just a time I could just, you know, take a nap, <laughs> and his manager said, well, I, I'll say he wasn't a manager because this was a leader comment. You know, managers manage people, leaders lead. Right, right. And this this leader said to him after he said that, he said, hmm, well, why don't, why, don't, why don't we discuss that on your next one-on-one? Do some research and let's talk about it next week. And wow. so he, he did. And I had a meeting with him two days ago. What's today? Tuesday. I had a meeting with him yesterday to button up the business case and the pilot. So, I think the biggest advice I could give is a real live experience that I just experienced just as early as yesterday is we have to be vocal about what we want. And, and of course, we have to be professional in the way that we deliver it. And I always, when I worked in corporate, I always prided myself when I presented a a problem is to have the solution in my back pocket. So, when my leader said, hey, okay, well, how are you going to solve it? Boom, here it is. And here's all the research, right? And You know, so that's why I can say I have 10,000 plus hours of research. Malcolm Gladwell says if you if you want to call yourself a subject matter expert, you need to have at minimum 10,000 hours of research in your respective field. So when I said it, I meant it like I could rattle off stats from here between here and in, in Tokyo where they do have napping pods. But right. I don't have to because. Because I, I think we are, as a society, when people hear the word rest and nap at work, they initially be like, oh my God, that would be awesome. But then they immediately think, well, what is that going to hold me back? Am I not going to get up for a promotion because right. I'm taking a nap at work? Right. Well, no, that's a, that's a shift that me and my team will come in because it's more than just a nap, it's experience. But on the flip side of it, we educate on why, what are the indicators for sleep deprivation? So going back to the original questions that we just have to be more vocal about what we want. We need to uh, pr- present a not just a problem, but also the solution and, and not be afraid to to get creative with it.
0: Okay, now listen here, y'all. Y'all heard it straight here from Kalia, aka uh, KG Speaks, aka uh, Sunglassware, <laughs> aka your favorite sockware, favorite software. Okay, I'm gonna get that flex bomb right here.
1: Yes. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Uh, I
0: just. But <laughs> well, okay, so no, you're absolutely right. Um, in that story, though, it's interesting. So you said a black man. Did he have? Was the boss a white dude? I don't
1: know the ethnicity of the leader but no the the, the 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 employee he wasn't black he was minority he was asian asian pacific islander
0: yo shout out to the man listen here shout out to the asian pacific islander a uh, person of color raising his voice and just to, i mean to keep it up being with you need to go and i need to go ahead and have that leader on this uh on living corporate too because i'm kind of shocked that he turned around and said we'll do some research because I mean, that's not—I don't feel like that's a common experience. That's dope that he did that, and i, I absolutely believe that we should be speaking up and use our voice. I think that's an incredible story. We need more
1: of that, and that's why I shared it because we need more of that on both sides of the table. We need right. more of that from a leadership standpoint, more of that of empowerment yeah. from an employee standpoint. Because you're right, and then not only that, he sent me an email. The employee said, "Yeah, hey, um, it's a goal, and my actual my leader wants to come and check it out too." And I was like, "Please, let's go." Tell me when and where. Tell me when. what time. I know where. Just tell me when. <laughs> Boy, because
0: let me tell you, let me tell you, just my experience. clearly let me walk up in somewhere and tell my oftentimes not minority boss that I want to take a, a nap at work. Boy, they look at me like, you know, like it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, what? You are
1: killing it with these sound <laughs> effects. Like, I want to come over and see, like, what software
0: are you using? Because you are killing it. Man, I've been oh. looking, I'm just, no, I'm serious though. You just looking at them like,
1: what more do you want from me? <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> well, you know Man. what's interesting too, yeah. is that, you know, from a leader standpoint, <laughs> for the leaders who are listening on the phone and who could even, you know, wh- who can low-key share this with the leaders who perhaps might need to hear this. But here's a stat that perhaps will change people's minds. Hmm. Millennials will be occupying by 2025. 75% of the workplace 75% Of the workplace In five, year, 5 years and some change Will be occupied by millennials Now what do we know about millennials Well out of the survey that I saw 53 of them, 53% Of them stated That they value health and wellness Above work Spirituality And even their friendships Straight up. Health and wellness number one over work Spirituality and their friends. So if I'm an executive at a corporation and I know in the next five and a half years, the folks I have on my bench right now that I'm grooming, they don't, they, they value work, but it's not more than their health and wellness. I need to put in place nap bar today so that when they're in the C-suite in five years. We are ready and advanced into VR. We got virtual reality going on in that. part. I mean, there's so many different things that companies can do today to set them up to win in 2025, when 75% of their workforce will be millennials.
0: No, you're absolutely right, and you know, and that's I, and that's the thing. You know, so am I. So you, you, as you know, I'm a consultant, and um, one of the things I've really been passionate about in my job is is workforce of the future, and we're talking about like. You know, dealing with the workforce of the future. First of all, the workforce of the future is happening is today. Um, but the idea of the fact that like folks will leave like this is this generation of people and not even thinking about what Gen Z going to be doing. I don't know how, what they listen listening? Listen. Hey yo. Mm-hmm. Uh, my siblings with Gen Z, I'd be looking at them like I don't know. Ooh, I'm scared. I'm 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 scared of y'all. Like y'all ooh. But you know, we will leave They're like, they're, 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 they're reckless, but they're courageous with oh, it. Oh no, it's oh no, like, I love it. No, 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 you it's, know what no mean? it's not a knock. It's just like a wow. Like, yeah. I'm, really, I'm not prepared. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like when you but like, you know, like millennials though, and I I don't I would venture to say it's gonna be even more so with Gen Z, like we will quit a job. You know what I'm saying? They'd In, a be like, they'd be like, In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. They'd be like, hey, uh, Bobby, if you don't uh, stop taking these naps, you don't stop taking these naps, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to let you go. He turn around, and talk about something. We that, ain't no no that ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. Yeah, like, you know why? Because
1: they, they were already researching on their phone the. Uh, uh, companies that are innovative and progressive that probably already have nap pods.
0: Listen, they're gonna be pulling up just like that. Um, that Indeed commercial that just dropped with that white lady. She got passed over for that job, and uh, I don't know if you've seen it yet. It's, it's, it's wild. It's crazy. But anyway, um, gets passed over for the job, and you know everybody clapping. It's clear she got passed over the job. She over here was smirking at her phone. Indeed app already was talking about any of you secured. <laughs> I said ooh, <laughs> and I ooh, and I ooh that's funny now that's funny it's super funny but but you're right but like you know it's it it's going to be a critical you know it's going to be a pillar of um, human capital management of talent management uh this wellness piece and it can't just be hey we you know you can take time off but you've got to come work on this no it, like it needs to be explicit intentional purposed policies that reinforce true wellness totally um okay now look this has been a dope conversation and you know um you've already been a friend of the show and i didn't even you know i didn't even give you your air horns at the top for the dope piece that you wrote back in season one about coming out of the proverbial closet man shout out to you damn man you know what i'm saying we didn't even like we didn't even give you your props at the top so you know again you're a friend of the show you're appreciated here before we let you go any parting words or shout outs
1: man shout out to the the tribe, the folks who show up, the folks who here's the thing, people show up, they don't have to show up. So when they do, we have to ooze with gratitude for that. So I'm absolutely oozing with gratitude for my tribe, for showing up, and not just for showing up, but for also holding me accountable for for the likes, for the shares, for the just the atta girls. I mean, those things matter when you literally jump off the cliff and You have no idea how to open your parachute, but you can trust that your tribe, your network will catch you before you fall. So shout out to all the folks who have ever liked, commented, shared, sent me an encouraging DM. I appreciate you so much. And I'm sending that vibe and that love right back out to you. And for those of you who are sitting on a billion dollar idea that's going to solve a trillion dollar problem. I say go. Just go. You're not going to have it all figured out. But you, you'll you be able to figure it out along the way. And assemble yourself a advisory board team yesterday. Because that's going to be the people who will be in the trenches with you. That will roll up their sleeves with you. And fight till the end to make sure that you that they
0: believe in not just you, but in your vision. Come on now. Yeah, I mean, man. That's I don't, the motto. I don't have, that's the motto, man. I don't, I don't even have any because I just got finger snaps, you know.
1: It's, that's that's the motto. Like my, my my legit motto is: Why duplicate mediocrity when we can borrow genius? Come on now. So that's why not bar. surround yourself with genius right. all around, who have access to things you don't have access to, or who have embarked on the journey that you're looking to embark on. Hey, it's it's the it's a it's, 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 it's a clear definition of working smarter and not harder.
0: No, absolutely. Um, now, now of course we're gonna have all your information in the show notes. But why don't you go ahead and let us know where we can find you, where we can connect with you, where we can learn more about you.
1: bad so for a Nap Bar specific, go to www.napbarnow.com. There you can also follow us on Twitter at napbarnow. Uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, we're at NatBarHOU. And for anything and all things KOG speaks, which I am a certified diverse uh, speaker, and I speak on diversity and inclusion, performance, leadership, change management. You can catch all of my work there at www.kogpassion.com. And then my handles on LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter. Facebook is K.O.G.
0: Speaks. Come on now. Now, look, uh, this has been great. And that does it for us, y'all. So thank y'all for joining us on the Living Corporate Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Living Corporate, Twitter at Living Corporate underscore pod. Subscribe to our newsletter through living-corporate.com. Now, please say the dash. Now, look, Kalia, it's wild because, you know, we own actually all the Living Corporate variations. So like Living no. Corporate.tv, Living Co livingcorporate.net we even got like livingcorporate.org we don't have livingcorporate.com because australia still has livingcorporate.com
1: <laughs> they ain't letting that go you're not oh, yeah, gonna negotiate the go. five thousand. do you
0: know the? i don't know how broad the brand would need to be for us to walk up to a continent and be like hey yo come off that domain i don't know but maybe one day that's a go i feel like the day that we can we can debo australia for our domain that's, yeah that's the day that that's we when you on. arrive that's when you arrive that's the and, day you arrive right i'm saying okay okay so look if you had a question you'd like for us to answer read on the show make sure you email us the living corp podcast at gmail.com or you can just dm us on anything you know what i'm saying our dms wide open like we're just trying to talk to you don't you know saying? now look this has been zach and you've been talking with kalia gillowy okay founder of founder and ceo of the nap bar Make sure you check out all of her information. It's gonna be all in the show notes. Do not forget. Listen, I'm talking to y'all right now. Sound man, stop the music. Listen, <laughs> I don't want y'all to listen to this and like be like, oh okay, here goes Zach with the sign off again. Cause see y'all, see I'm flipping it up. This is not like an insert. I'm talking live right now. Okay, I want y'all to stop, look in the show notes. Okay, and click it. I'm trying to be aggressive with y'all. Okay, I'm not trying to be Do nothing extra. Okay, I'm, I'm not dangerous. I promise. I'm just telling you. You know what I'm saying? Get the information. Make sure you learn about the really? nap bar, especially if you're in Houston and get yourself some rest. Yeah. Am I tripping, Kalia? No, Alright. not at all, bro. Not at all. All right. Well, dope. Well, look here. Right. Until next time, talk to y'all soon. Love y'all. Peace. Peace.
1: Living Corporate is a podcast by Living Corporate LLC. Our logo was designed by David Dawkins. Our theme music was produced by Ken Brown.